So today's intro track is from Ginseng Sullivan, which actually comes after Mike's song, and that Mike song is a rocking heavy metal version, and then segues into this beautiful acoustic Ginseng Sullivan, and then from there they go back into Weekapaw Groove, and it's pretty awesome. A really interesting Mike song. I love this Ginseng. The intro little jam at the beginning is really, really cool. 
So hope you enjoyed that. And this comes from today's soundcheck show, which is from August 24th, 1993 at the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver, British Columbia. So welcome everybody to episode 36 of the Daily Soundcheck. I am your host, Mike Lon Memominio. August 93, incredible stuff. Like I said, I just love that ginseng. This show is chock full of great moments. And our sound check for today is another heater. So make sure you're following along on Twitter at Lawn Memo. Make sure you also check out the website, which is thedailysoundcheck.com. All kinds of stuff there for you. I'd appreciate it if you could review the Daily Soundcheck, whether you listen on Stitcher, on iTunes, however you do it, any feedback, any positive reviews, love it. So if you have some time to do so, thank you very much. The Daily Soundcheck is a proud partner of the Osiris Podcast Network, which you can find at osirispod.com. So just a quick side note. I am currently watching the Seattle Mariners in extra innings while doing this recording at 2.26 a.m. on one of the screens of my computer. So if you hear me get distracted real quick, that might be going down. So let's go Mariners. Hopefully I can get a win, get this recorded, and give you another killer episode. So the sound check for today, August 24th, 1993, at the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver, British Columbia, That's in Canada. And the Commodore Theater is one of the cooler and most historic venues Fish has ever played. So the Commodore is located again up in Vancouver. And their website on their history of the ballroom is absolutely fantastic. I will have that linked in the podcast notes. It's an amazing walkthrough of history. So I'm going to give you a bunch of stuff from it and kind of walk you through what the Commodore is like. It's a GA ballroom, holds about 1,500 people or so. It was built in 1929 by George Conrad Rifle, and it was urged by his wife, who felt the city needed somewhere to go besides the increasingly crowded ballroom of the Hotel Vancouver. So the site was chosen, and it was built in the classic Art Deco style. And Mr. Rifle, when he built it and the architect started planning, actually passed away, and it was left to his son to finish the project. So he actually never got to see the project all the way through. So it was built in 1929, and of course you should know that year because of the stock market crash. So immediately as it was built, it felt on hard times, And they used to charge $1 admission for a featured dinner and dancing every Saturday night. And then they would rent the room to company parties, student celebrations, and social events to keep the doors open. So after that, it went through kind of a rough part. It was really predominantly seen and played by orchestras, 12 to 14 piece, and there was house bands all the time. So it went through a down period after that, but there was some amazing people, Sammy Davis, Count Bassey, George Burns, you know, some Cab Calloway, all kinds of famous musicians playing during that, you know, jazz orchestra period. So then after some really tough times, a man by the name of Drew Burns, uh, he was able to purchase the lease of the Commodore. It was actually the Commodore Cabaret at the time, and he turned it into the Commodore Ballroom. 
and he was one of the most significant and influential people in booking musicians that any of our venues that we've talked about have seen. He, in a period of just a couple weeks, uh, he brought in Tina Turner, Kiss, Glenn Miller Orchestra, Dizzy Gillespie, B.B. King, Bowie, Village People. I mean, he booked Patti Smith, Blondie, Tom Petty, The Police, and the North American debut of The Clash. All that happened in a couple weeks. A pretty amazing list of accomplishments. Um, so he had the place firing during the 90s, and eventually it went up for lease in 1996. So Fish was under his, you know, was still under Drew Burns when Fish played here in 93. And then it actually went empty for a long time. It was a dark period, and then it has been rebuilt, and it is in conjunction with Live Nation and rocking and rolling today. Awesome acts coming through there even today, and you can check out on their website all the acts coming through. So really cool place. It is also well-known for having one of the craziest floors around. The floor bounces, and in this show, if you listen to the whole thing, Trey makes a bunch of comments, and the floor is actually made from horsehair. So it gives a little bit more than some of the old floors that kind of reflect the feeling and the uh, groove to it. So this horsehair bounces, and Trey talks about how's that floor feeling, and it's just pretty awesome stuff. So it's supposed to have one of the great dance floors in all the world. There's not a lot of floors like this. So very interesting fact. So amazing place. Make sure you take a look at the link and read up all about the Commodore uh, Ballroom. Incredible, incredible place. And it gave birth to an amazing sound check. So our sound check today kicks right off with an amazing 10-minute jam. And I mean amazing, amazing, amazing. Yesterday was great. I think today's even better. It's smooth. Trey goes, oh, yeah, right at the beginning. They get right down to it. There's almost a Dave's energy guide. And then it gets just cool as shit around five minutes. It's spacey. Pages on the piano, laying some classical grooves down, undercutting this spacey vibe. And I mean, it's the real fucking deal. It is breathtaking. So you got 10 minutes of pure awesomeness. After that, they talk about working the sound levels out, and it goes into our old friend Leprechaun from a couple sound checks ago, the classic Fish instrumental, and this is a nice version of that. After that, we get into the Wedge, and it's another awesome sound check version of the Wedge. It's funky and groovy, and then Trace talks about how he likes the Wedge to be played on the backbeat. And there's just a beautiful jazz jam in there. Another cool version of the wedge. I've just been loving all these sound check wedges. And then Funky Bitch cleans things up. It's the last track here in the sound check. And Trey calls it the Midnight Oil version. But it also has been called the Beds Are Burning version. You will hear a little kind of crazy jam on that. Beds Are Burning lyrics in there. So it's crazy. This is an amazing sound checks. I can't wait to play it for you. It runs probably a little bit over 20 minutes, and we're going to just play that for you because it's awesome. We don't need a bonus track for today. So this is the August 24th, 1993 sound check from the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver, British Columbia, Jam, Leprechaun, The Wedge, and Funky Bitch. 
fucked up last time. I, mean, I like it much better when it's way on the backbeat.
that's in our tears Cause we could have come so very far In at least that many years Take the highway Take it back out. Nah, that's not the problem. Hey, Brad? The snare drum. One, two, hey. Brad?
clouds. The midnight oil version. When I see ya, I got new fancy clothes. So Funky Bitch kind of cuts out right there at the end, but regardless, what an amazing sound check. That jam is something special. I listened to it many, many times before recording this, and I will be listening to it for years to come. Side note, Mariners also won in extra innings while that was going on, so pretty awesome episode. And Fish Tour got announced today. I'll see you people in Vegas and Albany for sure, and we'll see about the rest. So thanks, everybody, for joining the Daily Soundcheck, the podcast at the Lamppost, episode 36. Everyone enjoy your fish, and peace be the journey. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.